0: Hey, y'all. Welcome to Unapologetic Faith. I'm your host, Sonya Taylor. I'm a wife, mom, registered nurse, and transformational life coach. After getting serious about my walk with Christ, I had this overwhelming feeling to share the word of God, but not only to share it, but to explain it in my own unique way where people could actually relate to it because that was once my struggle. What I did not expect was to get a little opposition when I started sharing my faith. But for me, that just kind of added fuel to my fire. As a result, I have gotten more bolder and more confident and fearless about sharing my faith. If you have a desire to grow your relationship with God, understand his word, and be bold and confident and fearless in your walk with Christ, unapologetic faith has you covered. Let's get started hey y'all welcome to another episode of unapologetic faith on this week's episode i want to talk about what does it mean to really seek god so by definition seek means to attempt to find something and i just want to say that um as you study the bible it's a really good idea to get in the habit of looking up words even if they're simple words that you think you may already know the definition of more than likely you probably will know the definition but when you look up the word sometimes they have um, different meanings and sometimes you may as you Google or however you look up the word um, it'll give you um, the biblical um, definition of that word and this is gonna help you actually understand um, The Bible better. So, the goal is not just to acquire knowledge, but it's actually to learn the information and also apply it. And so, when you start looking up words that you don't understand or that you do understand, um, it will help you to understand exactly what you're supposed to do. So, for me, when I think about seek, that's that to me, that's an action word. And remember that the Bible says, don't just listen to the word, do what it says. So when you do something that the Bible says to do, um, that means that you're actually being obedient. So when you seek God, you're actually being obedient to his word when you seek him. In Hebrews eleven six, 6, it says that, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So God wants us to sincerely seek him. And it says any I just want to point out that it says anyone who wants to come, meaning you have a choice. And so on one of my episodes, I talk about God giving you a choice. Um, He doesn't force anything. So why is it important that we do seek God? So some people only know God through what someone else has told them. And depending on who that person was, it may not be accurate or, or it may be incomplete. And that's why I always tell people that it's important to get to know God, get to know him for yourself and, and not what someone else has told you. Sometimes people have an idea of who God is in their head, and that's not consistent with what the scripture says. So please be mindful of who you're getting information from. You know, I know that when we receive information from people that we love, you know, such as our mom or grandma or aunts your cousin, whoever it may be, your uncle, it doesn't matter who that is, you still have to filter what they say through the actual word of God, because some things people say, they're not actually scripture. And I'm pretty sure if you think about some things, I mean, I could name name a few things, but it didn't really come from scripture, it came from a person that you love. And so The other thing is, is that sometimes people um, have a view of God based on something that he didn't do for them, because sometimes we have our own plans and when they don't go our way, we blame God and God is not obligated to perform what he didn't promise. And sometimes people hold God accountable for things that are not in scripture as well. So, just to give you an example, you know, in Mark ten nine it says, "Therefore, therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate." So it says, "Not what we join together, but what God joins together." So every marriage is not God ordained, you know. So, and I know somebody's probably going to listen to, it, "Yeah, God. no, no," it says what God ordained, and so a lot of times people get married and. It wasn't God is nowhere up and through that, you know. So the other thing is that sometimes people have good intentions, but they give bad information. And so um, you have an opportunity when you um, seek God for yourself and you study the word to go back and correct and unlearn some of the things that you've been um, you've been taught. So when I really decided to seek God, I found out who God was for myself. So I can tell you that when I say that he's a redeemer, you know, I, I saw that in scripture. When I see, when I say that he's a protector, I see that in scripture. When I say he's a provider, I see that in scripture. When I say God is faithful, I see that in scripture and how we see God can determine how we view or how we approach the Bible, because if you have um, inaccurate information about who God is, then you're going to have in- inaccurate or not necessarily inaccurate information, but you're going to not be able to um, study the Bible With without having a uh, a bias to it, and I think we all have a bias to the Bible, depending on what's going on in our lives and what has happened to us. And by bias, I mean like somebody who had an issue, you know, where their father was not in their life; um, they had an absentee father. Then you may have a hard time seeing God as your um, heavenly father. So that's what I mean. Also, we want to seek God for who he is and not what he can do for us. Um, Meaning we don't want to seek his hand. We want to seek um, God's face. And in Psalms 105, four, it says, seek the Lord and his strength, seek his face evermore. So a lot of times, you know, we have our hand out and we are like, God, can you do this? God, can you do that? God, can you do this? And we're not really seeking God for, you know, who he is. But God is a God and, you know, we were all created created in his image. So he wants to be loved too, just like we want to feel love, not a love that's forced because a love that's forced, that's not really love, is it? So he does. That's why I say he doesn't want to he doesn't force anything on us. He wants us to genuinely seek him and come to him. And let me just tell you, when you start seeking God, you're just going to. Find out a whole lot of information um, about God that you just did not know. You're going to get so much revelation. And also, God not only shows you who he is, but he also shows you you. Hey, if you're a new believer and you just don't know where to start studying your Bible, listen, I got you covered. I created a really simple and easy to understand Bible study guide All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to download it. Enter your name and email address. It's just that simple. Please don't miss out. Um, Download your free study guide today. So that heart might be not so fun you know we all have some good things about us and then and then we also have some not so good things but the good thing about God is that he loves us regardless (laughs) you know and he gives us um so much grace and mercy he gives us opportunity to correct the things that are wrong and so when he shows you you (laughs) don't run away from that Lean into it. And, you know, and and the one thing about God is, is that he will show you the not so good things, not like all at once to overwhelm you, but just a little bit here and there so you can work on those things. And and that's a part of us um, becoming more and more like Christ. We won't become like Christ overnight. It takes some time to do that. We become a new person, but it says like the old life is gone and the new life has begun. So it's a beginning. And sometimes God has to prune back some things, you know, cut some things off. That's what pruning means um, so that we can become more and more like Christ. And so I just want to say, too, it's not a race, you know, to. To become like it's a it's a lifelong process. And if you hear me repeating things over and over again on this podcast, it's because maybe I need to hear it or somebody else needs to hear it again. And it once you start really diving in deep and studying your Bible, you will see that the Bible is very repetitive it repeats a lot it might say something in the old testament and you'll see it in the new testament and you'll be like i just read that i was like am i going crazy no you're not going crazy and that's a good thing and and even in life you know sometimes god will have us to repeat or heal um i don't want to use the word test but i can't think of anything else but until you you know correct the thing that needs correcting, you will get the same lesson over and over and over. I guess that's a better way of putting it. And the last thing that I want to say is when, as you're studying the Bible, study to get full, not to finish. God cares more about quality than quantity. You can read the Bible from front to back, but ask yourself, what did you what did you actually implement you know because as i stated before earlier in the podcast it's not about gaining a whole bunch of knowledge like that's not going to do anybody any good you want to take what you've learned and you want to actually apply it to your life you know and if you understand that the bible is a book to um well it was intended to teach us everything we know to get get to know, um, well actually to live a life as God intended, then you will approach it that way and not as a way to just, you know, read it, hurry up and read it because I think people don't get the, the concept that the Bible is not for God. The Bible is for us. And so God isn't really impressed by you reading it from cover to cover if you haven't applied anything. Now if you read it from cover to cover and you apply everything in there, hey, I think God is gonna be very pleased. But I think that's I'm not gonna say impossible because everything is possible with God. But going back to what I said, God cares more about the quality than the quantity. So He wants you to make He wants to make sure that you understand what you're reading, um, or what you're studying. And I think a lot of times, people get in the habit of trying to read 10 chapters, and then they didn't really learn anything, or they don't know what to apply. And so that's why I try to keep everything very simple and very practical so that you understand you know, what it is, you know, we're supposed to do. And you understand the whole concept of having the Bible and um, Matthew 633. It says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. So I just want to point out that the word says to seek God first and not seek God only but a lot of times what we do is we seek the stuff first and then we seek God (laughs) and I'm telling you it's going to work better if you seek God first and then let him add everything to you and once you get a clear um, view of God you're going to understand that when God adds to you It's going to be better than what you added to yourself. So not only will God add joy, peace, prosperity, success, um, wealth, you know, abundance, you know, this particular scripture doesn't clarify what the (laughs) what's going to be added to you. But God can essentially add anything to you. He can add good health as well, you know, and a lot of people don't think that way. But just think about it. When God adds to you, it's really going to be good versus you trying to add to yourself which is only going to end up in frustration, I promise you. And also, when you seek God first, it can actually eliminate you, not necessarily from going through problems and having trials and things like that, but it may eliminate you from going through some unnecessary things, you know. And I just want to give an example of what I'm talking about, because a lot of times we don't seek God before well, we don't seek God before we do a whole lot of things, but you know, we don't seek God before we start dating somebody or we marry a person or friendships or before we start a career, you know, how many people have you heard who have gone to school for one thing, and they're not even working in that field, you know, you wasted a whole lot of time and energy and money, you know, on something you're not even using. And I just want to say, you know, because I talked about God being a redeemer. Let me just say God can redeem you from that. And by redeeming, I mean that And this, I heard my pastor say this in the, the, the first very first time that I heard him say this I was like oh my god that is so good so let me just share with you what I'm talking about he said that, you know, a lot of times we make mistakes and we waste a lot of time and energy and money and God can redeem us. And what he means by that is God can take, he may not be able to give you more time, but he can take the time that you have left and make it the best time of your life. And for me, when I heard that I was like, oh, I had my hand up in the air. I was like, that's me. That's me because I've wasted a whole lot of time and energy and money, you know, making stupid mistakes you know um and doing things my way and so the whole purpose of us you know seeking god is you know to find out who he is and by seeking god you're going to find out a whole lot about what his word says you're going to find out about his character you're going to find out about yourself you're going to find out a whole lot of information and you want to get to know who he is For yourself, even though you may be listening to this podcast, you may be um, going to church on Sunday, listening to your pastor, you have to get to know who God is for yourself so you can get your revelation for your own life. Most of the time, pastors and teachers, we're just here as a vessel to help you understand the word more. But to get to know who God really is, that's something you have to do on your own and on your own time. And I will say this, the more you put into spending time with God and in his word is the more you're going to get out of it. And I'm willing to bet anything on that. And that may not even be the right thing to say, but I'm just saying you know, God, seeing who God is for yourself, you, you can't lose. (laughs) Okay. So that is it for this podcast. I will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. And if you feel like this is adding any value to you, please share it and make sure you're subscribed to the show. Talk to you guys next week.